Welcome to the Beers and Miles podcast, where we talk about beers, miles, and whatever else we can manage to jump off topic with. I had to set it up a little bit slower because I've messed it up the last couple times, and I've had a couple beers. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, we have a full crew on deck for this episode. Uh, we're going to start it in order. No, it's not really in order. I don't like anybody to get mad at me. Uh, Nicole, you just got off mute. So, hi, Nicole. Welcome to the pod again. Hi. Welcome to, well, we're not really, like, together. We're on Google Hangouts again, so I was going to say welcome to my office, but, like, you guys are listening and you can't see my office, so that's good. I can see your office, and it's absolutely beautiful compared to oh, my thanks. right now. Oh, Did you move your office? I thought you worked downstairs. This is downstairs. This is a, well, you haven't, have you seen my office since I painted it? I painted it purple. Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah, it's not red anymore. I didn't it doesn't look like a dresser thing either, the white thing in the corner. Anyway, yeah. we're getting off topic already. <laughs> already. Yeah, I was like, I thought you were going to say, like, welcome to Miami. It's like bouncing the club yeah, where the heat yeah. is on, yeah. all night to the beach at <laughs> the break of dawn. Well, I'm going to Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. <laughs> Next we have, hi, Keen. How are you doing? Good, I'm sleepy. I'm in bed, getting ready for bed. No booze for me tonight. I'm taking the night off. I'm committing to it. And yeah, we're doing good. Cool. <laughs> Keen for a run. Keen for a Barkley. Keen for a bed. Keen for the bed. Ow, ow, ow. And then we have somebody that's been mentioned a lot throughout this entirety of this podcast. You may have heard of him. You may have followed him. You may have just even heard us mention his food type. Uh, we welcome to the pod for the first time. I think this is actually the really actually the first time. Welcome to the pod, Mr. Iron from Pancakes. Ray O'Donnell? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah that, that's Got it. You're like the first person that's ever actually pronounced it correctly. So, Welcome to the pod. Hey guys, uh, I'm super stoked to be on. Um, obviously, a long time listener, ran with you guys a lot until I moved. And yeah, this is uh, probably one of the few nights where I haven't had pancakes for dinner. Wait, wait, can I just rewind for a second? You said that people pronounce your name. How do you fuck up O'Donnell? <laughs> um, you'd be surprised. I've had people call me McDonald, O'Donnell. <laughs> Um, a few of my kids I student taught with uh, have called me Obama, Mr. Obama. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So you'd be surprised how many times someone can mess up O'Donnell. <laughs> Obama. I take Obama. it. I take it. It's a step up. And we're going to start this podcast, or we start every podcast with me opening up a beer. And tonight... We are drinking Modern Times. What is this beer called? Coconut Shake or Reality Maze Coconut Shake Edition. It's a twelve percent barrel stout with coconut and vanilla added. Um, I've already had a couple of drinks tonight, so uh, my Warzone games tonight are going to be really, really weird. So, is that sounds like it tastes like a Samoa? Does it taste like a Samoa? No update as I start drinking it because we're Please pouring do. up the glass. Uh, I had a coconut stout the other night, and it did not taste like a pina colada. You don't want that. Yeah. 
Speaking of rain, it's been raining for like four days straight here in Ohio. Ew. Yeah, so Ohio's stupid. Like, you have rain right after Keene's Marathon, and then right after that, you, like, have some fog, and you have some little bit of mist, and then you have 80 degrees today. That's about the same for us. The only problem is, is, like, you guys get, like, this rain, and then it can be a torrential downpour, but you can still, like, kind of run somewhere. If I get, like, maybe an hour of rain at most, you would think I need to build an arc to get anywhere because it's called Low County. And so literally everything floods. I'll get like an hour of rain and I'll text uh I'll text someone, I'll be like, Yeah, I'm going on the treadmill today. But like didn't it's not raining right now. I'm like, I can't I can't cross the road. <laughs> like I'm not going nowhere. It's Oh my well, god, that's crazy. Well here it's been kind of kind of a joke. It's like you get your fall is only a couple weeks and then there's like kind of like I I call I call it like your blue balls week or like you <laughs> We're like, it's really, really cold for a second. And then you get back to like, oh, this is really nice. It's like 70 or 80. And then it goes down to 30. It's done that like four times this year, though. Like we'll get like 50 for a week and then we're back to 80. And then we get 50 for a week again. And then we just got like an 80 today. And today started like, if you've ever seen the mist, it, it legitimately started like that this morning. It was like, I could not see like two feet in front of me. I was like, if somebody wants to murder me, today is the day to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I don't miss that one bit. Yeah, uh, listeners, if uh, if you heard that, please don't do that. We enjoy having yeah, Nicole on the pod. Please don't do any murders because that's that's not cool. If you do want to do any murders, uh, please write into uh Beardsandmiles at gmail.com. That's beardsandmiles at gmail.com or uh, info at fbi.com. <laughs> there was a guy that used to like look up into the sky in the Whetstone National, or I guess it's on the National Park. <laughs> the Whetstone Park. And I'm convinced he probably would have, he probably murdered somebody today for sure with the fog. There's also that guy that was, like, going up and down the trail, like, exposing himself. Like, could you imagine that happening today? Like, you're just nonchalant. You would be, like, running. two inches from him. Yeah, and then suddenly a man appears, and then his genitals are just there. I'd be like, so fucking pissed. I'm having an awful workout day, and I'm just, like, kind of slogging. I'm just, like, I just want this run to be over, and a guy just shows his fucking dong at me. I'd be super fucking pissed if you're doing pickups or something, and then on the ons, you end up just seeing him jacking on, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Jacking on. Jacking, Jacking on. Jacking on, because when you get any ass, he gets off. No. Oh, oh no. Fuck. Oh, oh. Alright, we're gonna do our usual our usual updates here. Uh we're already seven minutes in. I haven't even plugged anything. Um yeah. So uh as always, if you have any questions for us, send them to beersandmiles at gmail.com. We always appreciate people that follow the pod on Spotify, on iTunes, on everything else. We do appreciate that. Your listens are very much appreciated. We don't know where the where, where we're going to be doing the spunning to. I don't know where we're going to create. We're going to already pop a really nice beer for uh, maybe a certain milestone episode, but that would happen. Um, and also, um, yeah, so... Quick little plug for something I've been like. Is there anything that you guys have been using over the past week that really is, or last month that you guys really enjoy? Because I kind of want to do a product plug, just of like, I, even though I'm not like, there's not like any kind of sponsors or anything like that. But like, I just got this like mighty thing because I've like 
loved my iPod Shuffle for the last couple of years, and then my iPod Shuffles died, and I Apple has not remade the iPod Shuffle. So like I got this like little mighty like device that actually connects to uh, Spotify, and it's been like my savior for the last like couple of days. So oh, that's awesome. Is it like a little? It's like a little iPod kind of thing. Yeah, like legitimately, it's like. And this is not a visual pod, but it's, yeah, it's this. Oh my god, yeah, that literally looked like an iPod Mini. Yeah, like a little iPod Shuffle. Yeah, and it's baby. Yeah, and I've also one. Is it thick? It's Can a little thicker. It? It's a lot thicker than the the iPod uh, Shuffle, but I like. It doesn't bother you. Yeah, it but doesn't. They make it still. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also like you can connect to Bluetooth, which is like the my issue with the the Shuffle, is like I don't like wires, and also like, I don't. I'm not like I was in high school where like I was downloading thousands and thousands of music on LimeWire. Like I have everything on Spotify. So like, <laughs> this is kind of perfect. Uh, but yeah. And also uh, uh, Keen, let me use her in, in Gingy socks or let me have some in Gingy socks. Or just like, in Gingy. <sighs> yeah, literally if there any product that I would clog, it would be those in Gingy socks. <laughs> They're the best. They're also just such an awesome company. She's just like given us all socks and now we're all converted. Like, it's kind of weird, like getting used to the whole, like having toe, like your individual toes wrapped. But like in the summer, I can't run without them. Like they prevent blisters. Like I don't have to body my feet. Yeah. (laughs) This is the first time I've ever done like a run where my feet didn't blister, even though they were super sweaty. So it's just been like a lifesaver using these like separated toe socks. <laughs> They're fantastic if you yeah, work from sock home. On each toe. <laughs> if you work from home, it's great. Just walking around, just like, you know, I feel cozy. It's great. I feel like you kind of have shoes on too. Cause you can like, I don't know. You can like, like use, you can put your your feet in those thonged ufos and not be a heathen. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Oh yeah. Brayden took a photo of me walking around with like socks and 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 like and the sando ufos and he's like look at this heathen and, and i was like fuck off it's cold <laughs> the best is when you slide like a another like a closed sock over your toe sock it just keeps it extra warm you feel oh, like you're like in a space heater it's like what i yeah. do with my hands yeah exactly all right, so we're we're gonna we're gonna give some quick running updates on the two people that didn't race this weekend. So uh, Nicole, how's your running been lately? We haven't talked to you about running lately. No, it's been a while. Um, it's been going okay. I I've had a few workouts. Um, I've had a few that went really really well, and then I had like usually at least once a cycle I get a workout that's just abysmal. Like I'm like forty seconds off of paces. Like everything that goes wrong like everything that Kogorong does. And like, I hadn't had one all year. It was like, I've been building fitness like more and more and like getting closer and closer to what I can actually do now that I'm not running so many marathons. And I had that workout like last Friday, I had 12 by 400 and it was terrible. I was like dying. I was not, I was, I was in my hometown. I was like, I can't do this. I, I almost bailed on it like multiple times and I, I pushed through um, but it was like, you know, about 30 seconds slower per rep than it was supposed to be. And it did not feel good. So, you know, it's, it, it sucks having one of those days, but also it's like, 
you know, I feel like once I get that workout out of the way, I'm like, all right, great. We can just like build from here. Like this is my crappy workout for the cycle and we're good. Nice. And you've been just stacking them up for the last whole year anyways. So like, I mean, yeah. I, I think trust and fitness is not really an issue. And, and just from what I've talked to you about, like, Heather does a fantastic job, like talking with you and you guys are very much like you guys trust each other, that coach and that coaching athlete dynamic is like fantastic with you guys. So. Yeah. She's uh, always really open to hearing what I have to say. And she answers my, I am, I am a scientist. I have like 30 questions every time there's a workout, like, why did we do it this way instead of this way? And then she has to explain it to me. So I'm kind of a pain in the ass as an athlete, but I really appreciate her and her guidance. Like, it's really important, I think, for any coach and an athlete to, like, have a relationship where it's like, hey, I had a really shitty workout. And she's like, well, like, let's narrow it down to why. And sometimes it's just that you're not, like, it's just that day, that kind of day. Like, there's nothing wrong. It's just whatever. Yeah. Coaches, important. Yeah. <laughs> Structure's always great. I would say, like, I think even talking to Zach, like, because I'm – I'm not very much like that. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to, I trust you. I'm going to follow you what's going on. Like, at this point, it's like, it's just extra things that I'm learning more about, like, how like how to coach is from him, too. Uh, whereas, like, Ray, you have a lot of questions from what I hear. Oh, my God. I <laughs> have a million questions. And so, like, so, like, I, I hung out with Zach a couple of weeks ago, and, like, he had mentioned, like, yeah, like, Ray always has questions about things, and, and it's it's making me, he's like, it's making me a better coach, because, like, I got to look and I'm looking to, yeah, like, why are people doing this, and, and, and things like that, like, I think from a coaching perspective, too, like, the questions do help, like, there's a certain point where there's genuine, like, I want to know and I want to be more of a student of the sport. And then there's the other side of things where it's just like, I don't trust you. Whereas like with you guys, uh, you guys aren't like that. You guys are very much like, I want to learn. I want to learn more about being a better runner. And like, and I think it's even the tone and like how you guys presented, like, that's why like, like your questions that you asked for Zach, it's never taken that way. It's always like, Oh yeah. He's just like, he always wants to know why I'm doing it. Like, what's going on. Yeah. I, I even texted him during my, um, my planning period today, I was like talking to him about miles today and I was like, so what are we going to do for today and the next day? And he was just telling me like, Oh, just take it like 30 minutes easy. And then he was explaining to me, I, I didn't know why we were taking it so easy, even though I felt so good. Um, but he explained to me that like, based on what we had just done, that's basically like an entire week's worth of, of fitness in in one session. And like, just it, it, I had no clue. It didn't really, connect with me i guess just because i'm just doing what he's telling me to do and i trust him 100 percent. so when he did tell me that and he took the time to explain it to me i get it now and it clicks for me so it's like okay so that's why we do this that's why we have to look long term and so i've i've really been fortunate to have him be able to answer all those questions and not be annoyed by it either because i have a million of them yeah and, and it's tough like I, I think when you feel good it's you keep thinking it's like, well, I really should be doing more. Or like, I feel good, so let's stack on the like, mic. It's like, now for the long term benefit of yourself, like you need down weeks, and you need yeah. a full, full like refresh after a long race like that. Like, yeah, I don't, I and and in my like, I don't talk to Zach until like I develop a decent base to be able to reach out to him. 
that's how I do these things. Like I know how much mileage I need to get. Like I don't do any workouts at all. I just get to a certain amount of mileage. And then if I'm healthy at that mileage, Hey, I'm at 40, 50 miles a week. Let's start working. That's how usually yeah. I am. Um, but yeah, uh, a cer- a, talking on that, I have, I think the last week might have been my first week that I did. Uh, might have been my first week with, I mean, we, we started off a couple weeks ago, right after the the um, virtual Boston. But yeah, last week I got, I had an issue when I went up to go hang out with Zach. I, I think I did too much too soon and I had Achilles issue. Then I came back and uh, last week we really hit it, hit it again. Uh, I did, um, it was like, I did 55 miles last week. I did one workout six times, or it was like six times one minute on. And I was like at 504 average with the office being like 640s. I felt good there. Started using the Carbon X's, really enjoy them. Uh, then I've paced two people this weekend. I paced my buddy Jamie doing his half marathon. Uh, he's been out for two years. He's had an issue that he couldn't figure out. Went to a bunch of doctors, couldn't figure out what the heck was wrong. He's finally running again. He was in his like low 120s. So like he was in good shape. And uh, seeing him run again and finish a half marathon, he think he ran 143 and he was super happy to just be back. It's a long way away from where he was at, but just being a part of that and just like joining a buddy of mine that I haven't seen since like pre-COVID has been fantastic. Then on Sunday I did, uh, it was 10 minutes easy, then 30 minute progression. Started up at like 5.59 and went down to, it's like 5.59, 5.47, 5.38, 5.38, and then 5.34. I felt pretty good. And then I ran about eight miles with Keen on the way back and then uh, froze my ass off on a, on a bike for the next 13 miles. Uh, but yeah. I think you're going to come back from the frozen tundra on that oh, one. Oh my God, I was dying. <laughs> I was dying. So yeah, I mean, we're healthy. I just ran a really good workout yesterday. Uh, he had me at, and it was all based on how I felt. So it was like six to eight times two, two by two minutes. Or I'm six to eight by two minutes on, two minutes off, and uh, I average about about five five flat, five oh four, right around there. Um, and yeah, I, I felt really really good. I'm I'm basically like I'm. Well, actually, the workout last week was probably around five tenths, but this week was like five oh four for those two minutes on, and about six thirties for those offs, and I felt good again. And it's been a while. It's been a while since I've had a good workout, so. I'm healthy. I think I could run like five oh four for like a minute. <laughs> I don't think I couldn't even get to five oh four. Well, I run around a block at Huff, so it's like I missed. I've seen you do that before, yeah. When I first came down there, I was like, "Who's this guy running in a circle?" It's about point five five, and it's just like I just click it off the corner around. Like, there's one corner; it's hard to hit, but like, it's it's consistent, and it's been fun to hit that again. And I'm I'm just happy to be healthy. Um, it's like your makeshift track. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> I'd rather take that than anywhere else. Cause like my thing is like, I'm always really antsy about like doing any workouts where I have to stop. And I'm like, Nope. As soon as I have to hit that 32 minutes of workout, we're doing it then we're not stopping at all. So, um, but yeah, um, I'm happy. I'm healthy and I'm really taking care of myself as much as I can. And we'll see where this goes. We're doing 5k, 10k training now. So we'll see where that goes. Um, so we have two things on deck today. I think we're gonna we're gonna start with uh, we're gonna start with Keen. Keen. All right. We had 
We had a talk a couple, about a month or two ago, and uh, Keen lets me know, hey, uh, I've signed up for, I'm doing this 50K, but I've also signed up for this virtual in New York. Uh, how can we integrate this? And to be honest, I was freaking out. I was like, okay, okay, we're doing a marathon. How do we do this right? And making sure you stay healthy and not overdo it. But holy hell, last couple of weeks, you've been knocking out of the park with your training. So like you came in, how, how are you feeling coming into this, this marathon? Um, I was feeling pretty good. We had two 20 milers. We had a 20 and a 22. I think each of those, I can't remember if I had to work. I think I had uh, the ultra pace at the end and I felt really strong on both of them um, finishing at ultra pace. And so I felt pretty confident going into the marathon, just like with, you know, having those really strong long runs under my belt, having some really good workouts. Um, but I think I really surprised myself because I was at the halfway point, like really didn't feel tired, felt really great, stuck around nines. And then as I kept running, I, I'm sorry. This is about me, not you. <laughs> Barkley. <laughs> but as I kept running, I mean, I kept, I, I know I checked back in with you a couple times, Chris, like in the second half saying like, Hey, so like, I'm feeling pretty good. Like, should I cut? And you're like, yeah, start cutting. Like, you know, with 10 miles left, I was like, well, we're at 17. And I was like, do I need to get moving? And you're like, yeah, I mean, if you're feeling good, like start moving. So um started going down to like 845s, 830s. Um, and then at one point I was like, I feel like the last 10K, I was like, I feel awesome. Um, what shouldn't I exceed? Like, which I've never felt that at the end of a marathon. Like usually the last, you know, three, four miles is a struggle bus to hold your pace. And like I felt like I could just fly at the end of that marathon. Um, so, and I mean, having all that support out there too was just also unexpected. I feel like a week before the race, I was kind of worried that, you know, I wasn't going to have anybody in the beginning and it was going to be dark and people just kind of started coming out of the woodwork saying that they were going to help, which was like amazing. Like just showing the kind of community that we have. Um, and most, I think everybody was in some way related to Fleet Feet, like either an ambassador or they worked there and everybody was just so awesome, you know, willing to help and do like whatever, like, do you need me to bike? Do you need me to run? Do you need me to carry things? Like, um, so that also really helped make the marathon what it was. Yeah. And shouts to, shouts to everybody that joined in, like from the very beginning, I think we have Mandy that, that showed up, uh, Annie, uh, Ryan, um, Aaron and JJ came in for a little bit. John biked the entire thing. Zach ran about probably like a little bit more than half of it. So like everybody that joined in, like seriously, it was even good. We had a squad. Hannah joined in as well for the last half. Both Hannahs. Hannah actually rode for the entire thing. Yeah, uh, she biked the whole way. Her and John. Yeah. Biked the entire way. So, like, shouts out to you guys. Like, you guys have been, aw like, totally awesome to see. Like, we had a squad. It was so cool. <laughs> Jealous. I couldn't be there. 
I'm sorry, I couldn't support you. Don't worry, okay. we we drunk texted and drunk uh, snap or drunk video chatted with you guys. <laughs> oh god, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was pretty cool to see that. Uh, like uh, the goal was nine flats. Just take it as a really easy run, and if you felt good at sixteen, well, hey, let's cut down. And you cut down to seven fifties, like by the end of it, and then just was like, all right, we're good. <laughs> And you've been able to recover pretty well. Yeah, you're going to be tight. Like, you ran 26 miles, of course, you're going to be tight. But, like, you're still able to hit your your workouts this week have been pretty good. And, yeah, I mean, easy recovery week. There's not going to be any workout, like, on your long run. So, like, yeah, it's been pretty cool to see that. Like, you're fit as hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't feel like – I was talking to Nicole about this today because I was definitely feeling like – I don't know if you call it, like, cardio fatigue today, but I noticed, like, my resting heart rate was up a little bit. Um, but I don't feel sore at all. Um, but I think it was a good thing that I kind of took today off and I'm going to push my run to tomorrow. Um, just cause I was just feeling a little, like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. I wasn't like tired. My muscles didn't hurt, but I just like felt like kind of exha- exhaustion in a weird way. That's a lot. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, like, and we had, you know, two, weeks of 65 miles and 64 miles was my peak that I've ever done in a marathon. So like, we're just busting through like barriers that I never even thought I was capable of. So yeah, it's, it's only on like fun. five, five days. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it probably like every week you probably curse me as you're writing my plan. Like, God damn it. I got five days to get all this mileage. In. And uh, not to, not, not to mention that you had a dance party at the end of, at the end on Sunday. Oh my god! Yeah, to New York, that was pretty great. Oh my, my body hurt like crazy the next day. <laughs> oh my god! I I brought up my own, like I brought up my like uh my party playlist and we just started playing a bunch of Missy Elliott and just like I played the Independent song and it's like what what what's the Independent song and I'm like be ready for it and then I put it up and it's like oh, oh my god. Go wild. <laughs> I wish I was there because now I want to know what the independent song is. Have you never heard independent? I N D E P N D E N T. Do you know what that means? Ring a bell. Now I need to listen to this in the morning tomorrow. She got her own? You're probably going to get really pumped up on your way to school if you put that song on. I'm going to blast it in my in my 2004 Chrysler. Oh, my God. And also, uh, and also if you want to really get, really get like, ready, uh, put on... Uh, Lip gloss by uh, the American poet Lil Mama. All right, independence and lip gloss. These two are getting down. I finished, down somewhere. I finished a workout to lip gloss like a couple of weeks ago. That beats like, hot. Oh, it was so hot. Like, I was supposed to be running like I think like 550, like 550 and 559. And I ended up like closing up like a 521. <laughs> Repeat. <laughs> Dang. It's just the it's it's the classic beat that you ever heard like when you had in school. It's like it's like that's the classic beat that you had with your pencils. And I was like, just give me that. We're good. Oh my god. What you know about me? What you what you know about me? What you know about me? What you what you know? My lift gloss is popping. My lift gloss is cool. If you want some of my lift gloss, come see me after school. <laughs> Are you reading this or do you have it memorized? Uh, it's my favorite poem to listen to before I'm going to bed. The American Poet. Oh my god. Some people really like Edgar Allan Poe, some like, you know, Lil Mama. 
Then it's a, oh, you weren't. He didn't have this. Uh, me and me and Brent have the song like uh, we would sing "Glamorous," the beginning of it. Bergie? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good that's one. A, that's a good one. It's like every time at, at our at our parties at my house in Tiffin, we'd always play "Glamorous" for some reason. And it's like I'd be coming up in the basement. He'd come in. And it's like we're just like, if you ain't got no money, take your broke ass home. God. And if you've ever seen uh, Clerks or Clerks Two, you know the dance that they do, like the yeah. like little nipple oh, dance. Like that's how we would we would come up with the glamorous dance. <laughs> so just ridiculous. <laughs> if if you know Clerks Two and you enjoy Clerks Two, send 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 a message. Send a message. Let us know. Are you a Lord of the Rings guy or a Star or a Star Wars guy? Or a gal. So what, were you, what were you gonna say before that? Like star, star, what, what? Star Wars. Starbucks coming out. So are you a Starbucks guy? Are you a Starbucks guy? Do you prefer Mordor or do you prefer Starbucks? Do you prefer Do you prefer Mordor or do you prefer caramel macchiato? I go caramel macchiato. Giotti. So um, a local, co- the Roosevelt coffee shop here in columbus they have a cortado but they put like a like chocolate and graham cracker and a burnt marshmallow in it they're calling it a smortado and it's a fall drink i'm like i'm trying to get out there i want one so bad oh my god that sounds really good down here at westbrook brewing they ran out of it right when i was going to pick it up but they literally have a s'more stout called s'more door oh westbrook we so westbrook made a uh a three-liter bottle of, I think it was coconut bourbon. A, th- a coconut bourbon, uh, a coconut bourbon maple, maple barrel-aged pina colada style. No, no, no. Coconut barrel maple uh, Mexican cake, and my buddy won it. It's like a five thousand dollar bottle, and he like it's like three or it was like it might have been like it might have been three k, but he brought it out to Dark Lord Day last year, and we were just like. Party with this giant bottle. I love Westbrook. Westbrook's one of my favorite breweries. That's that's, that's five grand that you probably just doused in about like an hour. They're they're they get they get dumb for Dark Lord Day. Um, but yeah, when Mexican cake is released, you might get a lot of things. And we're gonna reach out to you for it. We're gonna. You no problem. I actually bought three bottles because there's one place here. Please tell me you got it for 12, 20 bucks. I got it for fifteen. Okay, that's what the price is. That's the price. That's the price. Yeah. yeah. So when I went to the one shop and I was like, "How much is that bottle over there?" And they were like, "Yeah, this is forty nine dollars." I'm like, texting. I'm like, "Is this normal?" No, it's like it's like fifteen bucks a bottle. It it was. Yeah. So I bought like four of them, and I'm just I just have them saved because I'm so worried. I'm never gonna get to get them again. No, you will. You you get they, they they get released pretty often and you can just have it on tap too, uh it's like a praxis so, uh yeah cool cool as heck yeah you're out in that area that's uh, pancakes sent me a case of my favorite shelf beer of all time like Westbrook goes as my favorite shelf beer of all time and now I have a case and I can be happy for about eight days. You can be happy for eight days. When are you gonna drink it? What? When are you gonna drink it? Well, I've like I've kind of been really easy on a lot of them so like he sent me a six pack before uh so like i'm down like three cans 
So like, and now you have twenty four of them. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll share the I'll share a can I'll share some cans with you guys for our next pod. So like when we next ten person pod, it's my favorite. It's a sour. It's like super tart. It's like I love that beer so much. Oh, I can't wait! I'm very excited. It's like the six pack for like eleven ninety nine. It's like yeah, the it's the best American goza. It's not a traditional goza at all by any means, but it's like it's just one of my favorite things. And then you mix it with like Belgian red from like Nuclearis, and then you start playing games. It's great. Looks like Ray's getting ready for Belgian Red. Ray's getting ready for Belgian Red. <laughs> All right, he's so. Not ready for bed. He's just yelling up here. <laughs> so we have a new journey that one of us experienced. Um, one of us experienced that I don't think any of us have. Nicole, have you done any kind of trail, like like really trail races, like that long? Yeah. Like not that long. No, I did a trail 10k once, but but nothing yeah. over like the longer distances. I haven't personally. Keen? I've done a trail um, Ragnar, so it ended up being 30 miles, but it was like five, six, seven mile loops yeah. each time you went. And I did bourbon. It was like through the night and everything, so that was kind of crazy. Yeah, and I did bourbon chase. That would have been 20, but like never anything at one time, and like that. So, uh. Those of you guys that don't know, and I mentioned it a little bit on our last episode, um, Ray ran a 50K. He's been training the last couple months for a 50K, a trail 50K that had, from your parents said, about 7,500 to 8,500 feet of elevation it, gain. It was confusing because the video when we got from the race director said it was 5,500, but then when you would read the course website, it would say 8,500. So <laughs> I just... I just said, like, in between the two, yeah. So, a <clears throat> couple of questions. So, like, you've told your story on your Instagram. If those that don't that don't follow you, it's at I run for pancakes on Instagram. He went through basically the breakdown of the entire thing. So, my questions are going to be kind of just coming into it. What were you doing? Is there any, like, things that you were doing in preparation as far as your long runs and preparation for this? And what were you doing for that? And then also, what was, like, your preparation in the morning of? Um, so, leading up to it, I had a really strong build over the summer. Um, so, before that, I was used to running doubles, but I wasn't running um, longer singles. And so, when I met um, – who's coaching you? Who's coaching me now, Zach. Um, he kind of restructured my training to where I wasn't splitting up my runs evenly. Um, but I was doing like a longer single and then a double after that, that was shorter. Um, so we took the summer, um, since COVID hit and I had just graduated with nothing to do, um, to really build a strong base, um, consistently hitting about 80 to hundred miles a week, um, throughout that entire summer. And then I moved down here, continued that base. Um, but we kind of started tailing it more towards the trail and ultra scene. So throughout the summer, I would take maybe once or twice a week to hang out with um, some friends who are much older than me. They're about 60, um, sometimes 70, but mostly between 50 and 70 years old. And they were really, really into the trail scene. Um, I, we would hit up Mo Keegan 
um, National Park a lot. They owned a tree farm. And so often or not, every weekend, I'd take one or two days, and they would just say, show up here at this time. Um, you don't need to bring any water because we have wells all around the tree farm. We would just run um, up and down the tree farm. On the weekend, I would just go out and run for two hours with these guys. And so that was our training and our preparation. Um, I didn't know anything about elevation at the time, but we would get about two to 3,000 feet of elevation um, running for about two hours. And so doing that, I think, really prepared me for understanding what it could be like on a trail race. But after that, it did take a bit of a hit. Um, so I moved down here to South Carolina, and that's where things kind of got awkward for training because the trails here where I'm at, they were almost all shut down right away for COVID. So there's only like one real great place to do a trail run here. And it just now opened up, but before it was closed off to the public because it was on a naval base. So you had to have military clearance to run there. Everything else was real short, like one and a half mile loops, or it was two, three hour drive away. So I couldn't do that. And also I live in place that's low county or low country. I'm not sure which one it is. Um, so everything's flat. There's no elevation. So leading up to this also, um, my coach had me do a lot of fake climbing and fake incline, like on the treadmill, which has been a blessing. So we would do a lot of workouts there, not a lot of speed work, um, just a lot of incline. For nutrition, we um, we did have a plan after trying a lot of different things. So I had tried, uh, you know, just crackers, tried gummy bears, um, uh, typical gels, goose, Morton even, flat coke, just experimenting with a lot of different things on these runs where we weren't worried about pace as much as we are just time on our feet for like three hours or 20 miles or so on the trails doing random loops. And eventually I found that spring energy worked really well for me, mostly because not only did it settle really well with my stomach, um, I can pretty much eat anything and then go for a run. I can eat anything while on a run, but it was the, like the taste and the texture that I just, I kind of like, and it stuck with me. And that's one thing um, that he really emphasized with me is not only do you need to find something that works well for your digestive system, but you you gotta enjoy it yeah because he's he's had a lot of issues with his his like nutrition himself so like he definitely understands that it's like you gotta you can't just stomach it down like yeah like i don't know like nicole and keen like you've had situations like that where it's like it's hard like it's easy to take things that you don't want to really stomach down at like five and six miles but like at 18 you don't really, you don't want to really force something down that you're gonna puke out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. One of the one of the big things for me this training cycle was like nutrition, and even on Sunday when I only had a mile left, I still forced myself to have another nutrition, like another gel pack, because I want to get used to having that many. Um, and I would like actually keep track of like how many was I having for every run, and like making sure I was like practicing and adding on more each run but it's it's almost one of the hardest things about training it's like 
making sure you're fueling properly. It's it's a struggle. So I feel you, Ray. Yeah, that was like one of the biggest eye openers for me is um, before we were doing these longer long runs, which we did do some. We didn't necessarily pass anything over the twenty mile mark. Um, it was mostly at the longest run was twenty miles, but there was a lot of back to back runs. So typically, a day for me would look like waking up at like four fifty or so before school and going on the treadmill and doing like four to six miles, going and teaching, um, and then after that, doing ten to twelve miles, and that would be like a normal day for me. And then our workouts were usually incline workouts. If they were speed, it happened earlier in the, um, the buildup. And that would be something like uh, some tempo pace work or some mile pickups, um, but not a whole lot of like specific pacing. It was more about just getting more of the miles on the feet, back-to-back long runs of like 20 miles and then maybe another single or a double of like 16 miles and then like uh, four to six mile shakeout later that evening. So it was, it was a lot of fatigue. And like Keen said, um, the nutrition was insane. I would have to constantly eat basically to the point where like it, it wasn't even fun anymore, but I knew if I didn't do it, um, that's a, that's a cause for injury. And also your stomach and it's not going to be able to handle it when you're doing this race because there's, there's something I learned when I did the race was there's a fine difference between running 20 miles on a road and then running 20 miles on a trail where you might get stuck behind a group of people and you might be hiking for like the next 20 minutes, but that's only one mile or those 15 kilometers might take you three hours your body is still working just as hard and you still need the same amount of nutrition during that race because even though you might only have 15 miles left after that, it's still another three to four hours. And then that's, that kind of brings me back to uh, like some things that I've listened about, like people that hike the Grand Canyon and how important it is to bring more and more, like more nutrition and more water, even though you're just like, even if you're just hiking, Cause like those changes in elevation fuck you up. Yeah. And yeah, we did an Angel's Landing in Zion, and um, it was like you have to you have to eat like you're running pretty much. Cause like yeah, if you keep going up and down, it's like that hurts. I found that like I have to eat more often. Like I I found that my stomach revolts if I don't eat often enough. Like I have to take a gel like or like eat something like every like. 30 minutes and if i if i miss it then i can't stomach things later on so yeah yeah. but your body just like does an overdrive like that's it's crazy yeah i mean even even like the week before columbus last year like i didn't really mention it like i got dropped on my head it was like a like three or four mile run when we were up in uh in bozeman or big sky and then we just like ran up this like giant hill it was like probably 1400 feet of elevation gain like within that like two miles and like i got dropped like i had to walk the entire time like i was exhausted and i mean the weekend i ran the next weekend around 2 30 like it's just it's insane just how much it does like 
that change in elevation will fuck you up. It's it's no joke. It's absolutely no joke. And the trail the trail is different. I mean, you 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 your body is working harder. Your muscles are working harder, and you need to be able to adapt to it. And just like you were doing with that, it's the same thing that I do in my own training. Is like testing out different nutrition on runs that don't necessarily matter. Yeah. That's one of the things that we really focused on is taking some of these longer runs where it's like, all right, just, just get in the miles. It doesn't really matter how or where, if you're feeling like trash and you need a motivation, go on a treadmill. If you need to really just seriously focus on specificity, try and get on a trail. Um, and if you can get kind of in the middle, go out with a run club and then just go do some of that and then split it up and do it on your own, but just get it in and then practice. Um, so then when it comes to that day, you, you can, you can put it into work and you know what you need to do. If it's every 30 minutes, every 40 minutes, 45. Yeah. It's different for everyone. So let's, let's throw up some, cause like you have your entire story on your Instagram. Let's throw up some, a quick couple highlights from your, so like you ran a pretty good first half um then you had kind of a snag what what happened um so the first half went really well um if anyone's ever run with me before whether it's on the trail or on a flat um short hoof-hearted shakeout sexy run where we're going 930s to 10s with nicole um she knows firsthand that i fall <laughs> constantly no matter what it doesn't matter I oh my own. god yeah so the first time i met nicole um even we were talking <laughs> one mile into my run and uh yeah i fall and i beef it pretty hard and i'm bloody she's like are you okay i'm like oh i'm great don't worry oh about my god. it was like one of those situations where we're just next to each other talking and then suddenly we're not and i'm like where did he go and i turned around and there he's just like on the ground flat on his back and i was like dude are you okay and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I just fall. <laughs> yeah, I just I just fall. It's just normal. Um, So, yeah, that happened a lot on this trail run. For the first half, it wasn't too bad. Um, I would just kind of trip on my own feet on roots and stuff. That's pretty normal. Um, so the first half, I finished in about three hours, a little bit more. Um, I was going through the third aid station, which is also the first aid station, which is kind of like where you set it up yourself. And I knew what I needed, got in, got out, didn't waste any time. So I was making really good time. And then uh, I kept falling more and more. I had a pair of gloves on. And by the end of it, I had torn holes in them uh, from falling on so many different rocks and boulders. And uh, they, were, they were pretty bloody. So, yeah, that second, that second loop really kicked my ass. I'm not going to lie. Between hitting different um, routes that I didn't see before earlier in the race just because it was dark and this time it was light. The fatigue, so you start kind of not remembering if you took that route or not. <laughs> and then um, there was a lot more foot traffic on that trail later on. It wasn't closed off to the public, and it shouldn't be. It's a hiking trail. Everyone oh, fuck. It. I so there's a lot of little kids I'm trying to avoid while running downhill. Um, my legs are pretty sore, but then like I fall down and I realize like, hey, my hands are bleeding a lot. So I lift up my I lift 
pull them on my gloves and there's holes in them. I'm like, oh shit, there's just skin hanging there. So I, I rip it off and I keep running and I'm trying to adjust my glove back on while trying to like cross this like small little trick with like maybe one stone you have to step on and um, it's single track going downhill and I, I fucking beef it. And I I go past this little waterfall and I, I hit my head like straight on a rock. Uh, my lens pop on my glasses and I get up and this woman looks at me. She goes, are you all right? She goes, oh my God, your face. I look down and I got blood everywhere, but I don't, I don't really know why. So I'm still pretty tired. I'm just trying to like finish at this point. And um, I like I look over and then she goes, your nose, and, like my nose is bleeding everywhere and I feel it and it's, it's broken. Like it's definitely broken. Um, but my dad had taught me since he was a college wrestler that if you don't fix it right away, what's going to have to happen is, is when you go to the doctor, they're going to have to re-break it and then straighten it out again, and it's going to look even worse because the cartilage isn't fresh. So I just kind of grab it with my bloody hands that are, now I rip the skin off and just pop it back into place. Oh. And this woman stops mid-sentence and looks at me, and she goes, Jesus. That and is I go, so brutal. And I just look at her, and I go, I got to go. I got to race to finish. You should have you done the, uh, the Josh Davis, hell yeah, brother. Because, like, there's this, there's, like, um, like, I'd say, like, after the seven and a half, eight-mile marker on the second loop, there's this big, like, just straight paved road that you have to go up. And it's just straight uphill. There's, you don't, you don't, you go all the way up and then you come down. But everyone's running downhill and they're we're all cheering everyone's passing going, yeah, man, you got this. And look at me and they go, yeah, are you okay? And I just give him like this sense and I go, I'm fucking great. But like I'm not I'm not doing anything except walking because like I my legs hurt too much from falling down and getting cut up. So then I get to the top of that and um luckily there's a med person there who can like clean up my hand and bandage it. And then uh we just continue going on from there, trying to to make it to the finish. That's awesome. Holy crap, what an adventure. <laughs> yeah it was um if there was ever a, a a good way to to have a first trail race trail 50k this would, this would be the one dude congrats i mean you got your first one out of the way um i'm sure that's not gonna be your last so no um, no absolutely not yeah i mean uh, it's a good time to like take some time and just like recover <laughs> you have a lot of your body needs to recover at this point um yeah so yeah i mean I, I think i think zach would tell you the same thing is like don't rush back there's not really any purpose of rushing back you've already you put a lot of work in i think the biggest like has like people's thing like people are hesitant about is like oh i just finished the race if i take too much time off i'm gonna get out of shape like i think even with with you keen like after grandma's like it's like oh i took some time off like you didn't lose that much fitness yeah, I took 16 days off after grandma's. Um, and then we really just rolled, you know, right back into it. We did um, like two weeks of just like easy running. And then we got back in some workouts and it was like, oh, I can start this. Yeah, I think the, the eggs. 
I mean, I think honestly, for me, like taking the time off has always made me come back better and stronger. Um, everybody's obviously different, but for me, I like need the break up between my cycles to like let my mind and my body reset. Cause like, if I just kept running, I would just mentally not be ready for the next training cycle. I don't think it's just for you. I think it's just for, I, I like my opinions for everybody. Like yeah. after a major race, I think you should take some time off, whether it's just like bare minimum, easy running of like 30 minutes a day, like your body mentally and physically like needs that break. Cause you're typically going about like, if you're doing a marathon, you're about 16 to 20 weeks of a buildup. And yeah. that's a lot of time and effort that you're investing into that. And a lot of emotion too. And it's like, you need that break. You definitely need that break to be able to like cure any like micro tears that you have that you might have developed and just like let your body refresh. Yeah. And I definitely noticed that was Zach telling me that. So that's been kind of nice. We, um, he, he told me to take three full days off. Um, and then for the rest of the week, we're just taking it like 30 minutes a day, real chill. Um, I have like a 60 minute, like a one hour long run and then like a 45 on Sunday, but it, it's been really nice to like take it easier. So like I can kind of do things I, I didn't really expect to do. Um, I can, there's no workouts. It's just easy miles. Yeah. I think after that we'll just be getting back into it. If I feel like it, which okay. is nice. Yeah. And enjoy that. Take it really, really easy. I mean, really your only days that really matter are your speed workout days and your like in your long run days. So, like at this point, like, yeah, take it easy, let your body recover. And like, if things happen, life gets in the way, talk to him and you don't need to make yeah. up miles. Like the same thing with Keen. Keen's always told me is like, like they're like, I think the coach, like they're even just friends. Like that, that friendship like in the relationship with that, it's like, if Keen's having a tough day or having a tough week, like she lets me know if like if things come up or she has like a schedule in there, she lets me know and we adjust that week. Like there's no there's that's one thing about running, it's like it's fully adjustable. So Yeah, I mean we just did it today too. Like I just felt like I was very overwhelmed with like work and then second work and like I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to get this run in. I'd rather just not worry about it and like we just moved it. And I took today off, and it was probably for the best anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, man, congrats on that. And uh, Thanks. Thank you. We're going to have some more, like, kind of just, like, easygoing pods. We'd love to have you on as, like, uh, as, a, as a recurring guest and see how you're doing. We miss you. We miss you a ton. We don't yeah, see you I very often anymore. So, uh, yeah, I miss you guys a lot, and um, – I can't wait to come down in December when things slow down and uh, I can actually leave South Carolina sadly, <laughs> and go to some colder weather, but it's going to be well worth it for you guys. I saved my tights just to wear in front of you. <laughs> no, we're coming to you, man. Yeah. My dad lives, my dad lives in South Carolina. So like literally like my apartment is, is for your guys. <laughs> I, I got couches. I got a guest room. Just come on down. <laughs> you get a coffee and you get a couch. And you, you get a coffee and you get a couch. <laughs> so I need to, uh, I need to hydrate because I've, uh, actually this modern times here was really good. I enjoyed it. 
It's actually pretty tasty. Uh, enjoyed having you guys on. We we're going to do a little bit of a shorter episode this week on this one. Uh, we don't. We're not going to do an hour and a half episode like we typically do because uh, Ray is getting ready for bed. I gotta get up at 4.30, man. Yeah. So is Kane. And Kane and Berkeley. Berkeley, Berkeley, Berkeley. Uh, so, first of all, Ray, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Ray the Doggo. They can follow me as Ray the Doggo. Uh, no, wait. They can follow me as um, I run for pancakes. That's the letter I, R-U-N, number four, pancakes. Uh, Instagram, and so there you'll find me uh, just talking about running, posting dank memes sometimes, and just like a ton of pancake stuff, whether it's pancake reviews or recipes or you know just what my dinner is probably a few times. Um, yeah, I just really dig pancakes, so check it out. Oh, pancake related content, and uh, Keen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Keen underscore for a run. Um, and then you can also find me on Strava. I love Strava. Obsessed. Where can they find Theo? They can find Theo on Instagram or in his sunroom uh, <laughs> Monday to Friday, 10 to 7. <laughs> <laughs> 10 a.m. to 7 a.m. Just go ahead and knock on the door and let yourself in. <laughs> all things, all things, Theo. Yeah, all things Theo with a zero. I think. There we go. You get some. You get some Theo related content and see the. Uh... Heck yeah! Hi, cat. And uh, Nicole, where can they follow you? Um, I run the number four pancakes. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Nicole, the runner. Um, um, on on the gram. And that's pretty much it. I've removed myself from Strava and my Twitter is a uh, personal now. So you don't want to like see me spew like an old man, like get off my lawn on Twitter anyway. So just follow me on Instagram. Um, I post a lot of memes. All right. And you can follow me on uh, Beers and Miles on Instagram. Um, you guys want to play video games? I got uh, XCCRS. That's on most platforms, and I'm Xbox One on uh, on on the old uh, shooter ups. Um, yeah, um, give us a follow on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, all of that. Give us a five star review; we'd really appreciate it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your dog. Share it with your cat. Share it with your pancake loving friend. If you have another pancake loving friend, we'd appreciate it as well. Waffles, we'll take that. Okay, crepes. Yeah. I love crepes. We'll take crepes. I love, I love crepes. Like a, wait, it's like the Talladega Nights. Like crepes, just like a thin pancake. They're really, really, really thin pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. Okay, bye. Bye.